You're listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the U.S., and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way because I want you to have a profitable private practice. My book, Profit First for Therapists, is finally available for pre-sale. I am so excited about this book. I've poured my heart and soul into it, and I've shared every tip and trick that I've got on how to implement Profit First in private practice. I've taken the tried and true Profit First system and really, really customized it to the industry. In this book though, I'm not just giving you profit first, I also included things like scaling your practice, team compensation, paying down debt. So there's a whole lot of other things that are helpful for starting or growing your practice and really all around financial literacy for practice owners. I also have a lot of fun bonuses available for you if you pre-order before May 2nd. If you go to ProfitFirstForTherapists.com, you'll get all the details. There's a link to pre-order the book now, and you'll also be able to redeem your bonuses. There are things like early access to all of our tools and templates that are in the book. And if you buy three books or more, there are additional bonuses available to you as well. You'll also be entered into a raffle where you can win a Profit First strategy session with me, Julie Harris. You can find the book at most online retailers like Amazon and Barnes & Noble as well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Therapy for Your Money. Today is a little bit of a different episode. We're having a casual chat with Jackie Kiefer, who is one of the accounting managers at Green Oak Accounting. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. So the idea for this episode came from the fact that we're recording in you know February 2023. You just finished doing most of the quarterly meetings with your Uh, with your clients. So the meetings where you're going over the Q4 results, basically what happened in the last quarter of the year. And so I wanted to pick your brain and see Mm -hmm. what is on your clients' minds, what's going on in the industry, like what are some of the trends that you're seeing? So take it away. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we try to keep an eye on things that are going on in the industry anyway, um, just so that we can provide the most relevant you know, advice for you as well. Uh, But our quarterly meetings are really the time that we get to really dive into the conversations and and learn a lot more um, from you guys who are actually, you know, operating every day with the frustrations and stresses of your practice. And so one of the biggest things that we have um, heard this last quarter is inconsistent insurance issues. So whether that's inconsistent payments, um, trouble getting clinicians credentialed, um, just it's been run the gamut of, of issues with insurance. And unfortunately, some of those issues can really, really affect your practice on the bottom line. And not only the stress of, you know, trying to get credentialed, get those things in and not being able to update or get an update um, and having delays, you know, overall with payments. And so it's something that we've really had to try to you know, coach people through and how to work better with the cash flow that they have at the moment instead of, you know, trying to rely so much on the insurance is paying. So that's been a big, um, that that's probably the number one issue that people have been dealing with if you're an insurance or mixed pay practice. Yeah. 
And so that's so frustrating too, because there's only so much as a practice owner that you can do in that case, right? You might do everything right, bill on time, bill with the right CPT codes, like right, everything is correct and still not get paid due to no fault of your own. Sometimes it is a billing issue, but most of the time it's no fault of your own. What are some of the ways um, that you're recommending your clients mitigate some of the risk, right? You can't mitigate all of it, but how can you uh, prepare better or reduce the risk overall? Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of that old (laughs) saying, right? Prepare for the worst case scenario. So if you are having some inconsistent payments coming in, start trying to budget your money throughout, you know, try to watch that cash flow as you're going right now. So we already know that there are slower times in the year, right? So we're in the middle of one right now, December, like November through January, February kind of starts coming back in the summer that's when we started seeing the issues kind of pop up last year in 22 was in the summer when, you know, either people were re-upping, they were getting, you know, whatever they're doing, it was trying to make sure that they had cash flow through the summer when their sessions are going down and insurance isn't quite paying. So I would say I've been recommending people just kind of keep an eye better on their cash flow of what you can control. Um, it's always a kind of a good idea to sort of diversify your insurance companies too. Don't just rely on one company to get all your payments in. Sometimes that's great, but if you have an issue like this, then basically all of your income has, you know, been put on delay. So consider, you know, getting credentialed with a different insurance company or several different ones just to kind of get that mix going, watch your cash flow a little bit more closely and try to plan for those slower months because we know the summer and then again kind of in the fall. Um, into like November, December holiday season. So, you know, those are kind of coming, make sure you keep some in reserve um, in your bank account and just try to get that, you know, emergency buffer there for those times that you may have to wait. Yeah. I'm a big fan of a reserve account or emergency account. I know it's really hard to do in private practice, but I would say when I do a Q and a in one of the many groups uh, I'm part of, that is probably the question I get asked most often is how much should I have in reserves? Um, And my answer is typically about two months of expenses. I would love for that to be more, but I find that that is kind of a realistic number um, because six months of expenses, like it could take you years to build that up, right? But if you have two months of expenses, if something happens and, and money stops coming in, that gives you a pretty good runway. It won't last forever, but it gives you a runway. Um, And so but it's, I know it's hard. Uh, it's hard to set up an emergency account and allocate funds to that when you're already in in a pinch. Um, what are some of the other challenges that your clients are facing right now? Yeah, the, the kind of just overall demand for mental health services are going down. Um, you know, it's pre-COVID, there was, you know, kind of the same slump in the summer, slump in the fall, winter, um, and then everybody stopped traveling. So, you know, it's been really good. It's consistent all year. Um, But with, you know, the risk of, you know, possible inflation and the recessions and stuff, the the worries that most Americans have (laughs) on their minds right now, um, it often comes down to either putting food on the table or having some of these other services that they can pay for either out of pocket um, or anything else. So, especially the private pay practices um, have been having some struggles um, getting people in unless they're super specialized um, in something. And so then, you know, insurance practices haven't been um, as hit with the demand just because the insurance is covering things as well. But the overall demand has kind of been going down. And so 
having these two years where everything has been really, you know, high in demand and then all of a sudden kind of having to reorient to, okay, wait a minute, you know, less sessions, people are kind of not being full and it's been a big um, issue trying to get staff and keep them full, um, especially if they're full-time. It's just, you know, you have to have them at that, at that maximum capacity uh, for the practice to be able to really see a profit just because, you know, your expenses are going up too for overhead and everything, like everything else is. So that's been an issue as well. Um, Just staff staying full and keeping clients um, retained. And so that's been another big um, issue um, overall, kind of going into the new year is getting that staff full. (laughs) Yeah. And how is the hiring landscape then? Is that, are you seeing that change at all? Um, If, if, Anything, I've seen it almost get worse, um, where these uh, clinicians are either breaking off on their own and trying to do, you know, their own thing, um, or they're going to these like major, you know, companies now that are are out there doing mental health. And so kind of hit or miss on whether you land on a good one or not um, to be, you know, not working 40 sessions a week. Um, but a lot of those places are kind of taking, taking really good clinicians away from the smaller smaller practices. Um, and so that can be, it's almost gotten more difficult (laughs) to hire over the last um, little bit. Yeah. And it was, it was already hard, right? It was already challenging. Um, what are you seeing with solo practices? Any, any differences there? Um, yeah, if they're solo, it seems like everybody's good. They're on cruise control. Um, for whatever reason, once you start getting out of that solo and you start getting into the small, um, small-ish, medium-sized group where you have, you know, two or three or four clinicians, that's when the issues start to happen where it's almost like your expenses are overtaking the profit on a lot mm-hmm. of cases just because those um, clinicians aren't full. And so you're you're having a lot of cash flow issues at that size. So solo and then the really, really large ones seem to be good. It's everybody in the middle <laughs> that seems to be having the most um, cash flow struggles right now, whether it's a mix of the insurance, um, clinicians staying full, kind of that uh, patient retention, things like that. There's a, a wide variety of things in the middle that people are struggling with right now. Got it. Um, and we're, we're keeping this episode short today. So is there one more thing that's kind of on people's minds um, overall? Um, yeah. So another question that we get a lot is financial reports. And you might be, you know, worried to ask the questions <laughs> um, if you have something that you're not quite sure about with reports. I know um, our ongo- ongoing service clients, we try really hard to explain things as we send them out just because we know we're good at what we do, you guys are good at what you do. So we're not expecting you to be experts in the financial reports or anything like that. So never be afraid to ask the question about what something is, because, you know, we kind of don't know what you don't know either. So um, as far as our ongoing services, um, that's something that we really try to do is teach you what you're looking at. So you understand um, more fully. Um, And I know we are developing some courses um, that are coming up this summer um, that will help you with that. So it's like everything you didn't learn in business school, but wanted to know now when you're kind of in the thick of your um, thick of your practice and you kind of need to know, you kind of want to know. So um, be on the lookout for information for that too. If you are ever 
you know, if, if you don't have ongoing services with us, we're always trying to put things out there to kind of educate the, the industry just because, you know, the more you know, the more, you know, powerful of a business owner you will be too. So we we're do our best to help however we can. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for that nice little, nice little plug there. Yeah, um, sure. Jackie, yeah that, that's a, that is going to be, um, I think a really powerful course with just some basic financial uh, literacy knowledge uh, that we're putting out soon, soonish. All right, Jackie. Well, thanks so much for your time today. It was great to chat. And um, <laughs> if anyone is interested in working with our team ongoing, you can always go to greenoakaccounting.com slash consultation. We always offer a free consultation uh, just, just to see if we are a good fit for you or not. And you might have the, op the opportunity to work with the lovely Jackie and one of her team members. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jackie. Yeah, you're welcome. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com slash accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.